0: This is the WCBS 880
1: Morning News Roundup. With the virus on the retreat, restaurant doors open. Indoor dining reopens in the five boroughs. Some say it's too much, others think it's not enough. People need to work. I'm Steve Burns in Brooklyn.
0: A damning report on how New York handled the virus early on.
2: Fresh calls for an investigation of how the Cuomo administration handled COVID in nursing homes. can't just get swept under the rug. I'm Sean Adams. New Dodger
3: Trevor Bauer addresses his social media behavior.
2: Everyone makes mistakes in the past.
3: And the Islanders lose to the Penguins in a Coliseum shootout. This is Brad Heller. An ice storm
0: for Valentine's Day. We'll ask Craig Allen about that. Uh, Something to uh, warm us this morning. Taylor Swift 2.0 dropped at midnight. Let's give a little quick listen. Fade that down for just a second, Ray. Here we go. That's not enough to hear. We'll listen up.
3: The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials.
0: All right, a lot to get to. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. It's a brand new day. It is 2-12-21, 12th of February. And every day all across the area and across most of the country, it brings more encouraging numbers showing that our mitigation efforts are making a dent against a hellish virus What happens next depends on a lot of things, including the impact of COVID fatigue, about mask wearing and distancing, about the spread of COVID variants and the race to vaccinate. But the best numbers are in Connecticut still. The test positivity rate yesterday fell to a number not seen since October, 2.3%. I did not see the positivity rate in New Jersey from the health department website or from reports, but another measure, the infection rate, the rate of spread is 0.8. That's good. And by the way, Governor Murphy is back in quarantine. Somebody in his family has the virus. New York's statewide positivity rate dropped to the lowest since Thanksgiving, 3.54%. Governor Cuomo says that is proof that the work New Yorkers have done to mitigate the spread of the virus is working. And now the shivering patrons... At restaurants, sidewalk shanties can step into the heat today if they can find a seat with such limited capacity. Reporter Steve Burns is on that this morning. Steve, good morning. So uh, what's the plan for indoor dining and when does all this start?
1: Hey, good morning, Wayne. The plan allows for restaurants to seat 25% of their indoor capacity starting today in New York City. The original agenda called for indoor dining to start up again in the city on Sunday, Valentine's Day. But Governor Cuomo moved up the start date to today so restaurants can try and squeeze as much business out of the weekend as possible. Reception has been mixed. Some have said this is too much too fast, especially with the variants out there, the vaccine rollout still hitting roadblocks, and restaurant workers potentially being exposed. The governor has defended his move, saying they can't wait for the virus to disappear.
2: If your premise is
0: don't open the economy until no people are infected, with COVID, that may not happen for
1: years, literally. And restaurants in the five boroughs still find themselves at a competitive disadvantage either way. Across the river in New Jersey, they're at 35% capacity. It's 50% on Long Island and into the Hudson Valley, Wayne.
0: All right, so it's 25% in the city. I guess that's what they think the sweet spot is. Uh, What's the logic on that? What are you hearing?
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously some restaurants say every little bit helps. You have others who have said they aren't going to reopen indoors at all. Uh, That's uh, a lot of the higher end places, either because the economics don't make sense with that little capacity or because they're afraid the governor is just going to reverse himself again and shut it down before too long. And and they do have something of a point. The city's coronavirus numbers are still higher now than they were back in mid-December when indoor dining was last shut down.
0: All right, Steve Burns, thanks for that. There's news on nursing homes in New York. It's not good for the Cuomo administration. Sean Adams is live with this, so tell us about this Associated Press story about uh, finding higher than reported numbers of patients being transferred from the hospitals into the homes.
2: Yeah, we're talking about another underreported number here. Uh, according to the Associated Press, more than 9,000 people recovering from COVID early on went from hospitals back to nursing homes because of a state order. That number is 40% higher than previously reported. Critics say This is what led to uh, more and more infections in the nursing homes. State health officials, they disagree. They maintain asymptomatic employees. They're the ones who brought COVID uh, to to, to the nursing homes and long-term care facilities. New York state uh, reversed course eventually and now has separate facilities for patients uh, who are persistently positive, Wayne.
0: And there's a controversial comment attributed to Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, about a a cover-up. What What is that about?
2: this is a post report a top aide to the governor admitted to democratic lawmakers they withheld the real nursing home death toll because of fear the trump administration would use it basically as a political weapon well republican congressman lee zeldin uh, tells wcbs uh, there should be an investigation of this
4: this can't just get swept under the rug covering it up is not uh, an option and showing remorse is
2: something that is long overdue. The aide is quoted as saying they froze for fear of a Department of Justice investigation. Initially, New York State said about 8,500 nursing home residents died from COVID. The real number, when you factor in long-term care facilities, is really closer to 15,000. The Cuomo administration has accused uh, the Trump White House of engaging in a politically motivated blame game.
0: Sean Adams reporting live. Thank you, Sean. It's the Morning News Roundup on Friday. It is the 12th of February. Stock futures showing a lower opening likely this morning. Joe Connolly is here now with an interesting story about how business has been going at three companies you've been taking a look at, Joe.
5: Number one, Disney ABC, Wayne. Disney ABC turned profitable again because so many Disney Plus customers who had their first year free through Verizon decided to pay for Disney Plus. ESPN revenues rose slightly. But Expedia says the travel business is down 67%. Expedia's VRBO unit that competes with Airbnb did better than the parent company because of people taking regional trips or work-from-home getaways. All the travel companies say their surveys show tremendous pent-up demand for leisure travel anyway, but they don't know how much of that will kick in by summer. And thirdly, Bumble, the dating app, where women could initiate the conversation, rose 64% in its first day on the stock market. Chief Executive Whitney Wolf Heard said this pandemic has proven that loneliness is not the way we were designed to live. People have seen the true benefit of online dating. It's unlikely to, you know, ever revert back to how it was. People recognize that being able to bypass this law of needing to be at the right place at the right time to meet that person, you can you can have that now through our product. As she told Bloomberg TV, Bumble and others are also adding new features to meet people with similar shared interests for non-dating relationships that then could turn into a dating relationship. I'm Joe Connolly for Bloomberg, Wayne, and WCBS.
0: Wow, what a cold morning. Let's get the weather day ahead. Uh, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here with the Exergen Forecast. We're seeing some single numbers on the thermometer this morning in the hills,
4: Craig. We definitely are. Northwest Jersey on up into the Hudson Valley and sections of Connecticut right now. And even the city uh, is uh, at 21 degrees. And you'll find teens across Long Island and down the Jersey Shore with enough of a breeze to make it feel like it's in the single digits out there. So a very cold morning, frigid start to the day, just 25 to 30 for the hour afternoon high. Partly cloudy for tonight, about 20 uh, teens in the suburbs, and then Saturday, sun giving way to clouds. And again, just 25 to 30 degrees. Now, Saturday night and Sunday, we've got snow on the way. Doesn't look like uh, too big of a system at this point, but enough to cause some very, very slippery conditions with solid frozen ground like this. So snow goes over to an icy mix and the Sunday high between 30 and 35 degrees. And we might be dealing with More ice than snow as we head on into next week. A lot of troublesome stuff to think about right now. But that's, uh, like I said, a couple days away, several days away. 21, humidity 52% right now with a wind chill of 12.
3: The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup.
0: For those of us who watched over the last three days, we saw and we heard three days of video. And testimony about the Capitol riot, all from the Democrats' point of view. And, of course, in many cases, it was directly from the video cameras that showed what was going on. But the perspective was from the House impeachment managers. And while the Senate Republicans who were watching and will vote as jurors, it's unclear if they are swayed by what they saw. The president's defense team now has, starting today, 16 hours to present its case. They may go shorter than that. Here's what we're hearing from CBS's Chris Van Cleve. Mr. Trump's lawyers are expected to argue the
3: impeachment trial is unconstitutional, that the former president was denied due process, and his actions were protected by the First Amendment. While most Senate Republicans appear likely to vote to acquit, Louisiana's Bill Cassidy says he's got some real questions he needs answered by the defense, including why didn't the former president call off the rioters faster? Donald Trump, by
0: the way, is confident we are told that he will be acquitted, and he was seen yesterday golfing in florida it's the wcbs 880 morning news roundup it's brad heller's turn now as we update sports and uh, brad the dodgers introduced trevor bauer who could have been one of ours Uh, i faced some questions about some some questionable social media behavior how did he respond
3: yeah wayne bauer was asked about two specific allegations from two women of online bullying that involved him and his nearly half a million followers on twitter
1: Everyone makes mistakes in the past. Um, I try to learn from them. I try to learn as quickly as I possibly can, I try to understand other people's viewpoints on things and be better in the future. Um, I think if you look at uh, that, my history as, as a baseball player, my history on social media, my history as a person, for those who know me well, um, they'll see that I apply that process to everything that I do. I'm committed to doing that moving forward as well."
3: Bauer was pressed by reporters on what he actually did learn, but he said that wasn't the right forum to discuss what happened. Dodgers president Andrew Friedman said they did dig into his social media stuff as part of the vetting process. Last weekend, Bauer used Twitter to apologize to Mets fans for how the announcement played out. There was a Mets hat that popped up on Bauer's website before he ended up making the announcement. He was headed to the Dodgers. Wayne is going to make a record $40 million this season for the defending champs, and he can opt out after each year of that brand-new three-year contract.
0: Of what have could have should have, the Islanders came so close, Brad, to a third straight win.
3: Eighteen seconds away, but that's when Evgeny Malkin scored for the Penguins, who sent uh, the, the sent the game into overtime and ended up going to a shootout. And the Islanders lost in the shootout, four three. Sidney Crosby scored the only goal for the Penguins. Head coach Barry Trotz and the players said they'll take the one point, but obviously, you know, they'd like to have the two as their third. As their winning streak ended at two.
0: Brad Heller with the morning roundup sports update. Thank you, Brad. We're sponsored here on WCBS by Dell. Dell Tech Advisors focus on you to offer tailored solutions. And they're powered by Intel vPro platform, keeping your small business ready to go. Call 877-ASK-DELL. It's the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Good to have you with us. I'm Wayne Cabot, and here are three things to know on this Friday morning. Criminal charges have been dropped against two Buffalo police officers, who we saw on video, shoving a 75-year-old protester to the ground during protests over the police killing of George Floyd. That man fell backwards, he smashed his head, spent a month in the hospital. The local PBA president says we are ecstatic that the grand jury decided not to go after these officers, that the officers have been put through hell and back, he says. Second thing, a last-minute reprieve for death row inmate Willie B. Smith III. The U.S. Supreme Court said last night the execution could not proceed without his pastor in the death chamber. Alabama routinely brought in a Christian prison chaplain, if requested by the person about to die, but then dropped that practice after Muslim inmates asked to have an imam present. Third thing, still no comment from Bruce Springsteen about his November DWI at Sandy Hook down the shore, but a federal court filing yesterday from park police says that Bruce told a park officer he had done two shots of tequila in the previous 20 minutes but wouldn't take a breath test. The officer described Springsteen as visibly swaying back and forth during a field sobriety test. Now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for February 12th. Twenty fifteen. I'm from the Bronx. And in fact it took a long time for CBS would put me on the air because I had had such a thick Bronx accent. Bob Simon dies on the West Side Highway when his four hired driver who, it turned out, had his license yanked nine times, loses control. 2013, the Vatican confirms Pope Benedict will become the first pope since 1415 to resign. He inherited the financial mess. He inherited the mess of sexual abuse. He
1: inherited the administrative chaos. Benedict resigned because he realized that these problems were simply too great for him.
0: 2012. Whitney Houston grounds at the Beverly Hills Hilton, 48 years old. Whitney Houston will be remembered in the church where her gift for singing was first nurtured, New Hope Baptist Church in Newark, New Jersey. 2006, Dick Cheney becomes the first VP since Aaron Burr to shoot someone, quail hunting with 78-year-old Harry Whittington. Do you remember anything
2: after the shot went off? Uh. I remember passing out.
0: 1968, New York City. Barbara Eden and Bob Hope open the present-day Madison Square Garden. hockey and boxing, both track and ballet. Basketball, wrestling, a pageant or play. The Madison Square Garden. All right, we're going to uh, update the music a little bit here. Updated as of midnight this morning. Taylor Swift has released the first listen of what her re-recorded Fearless albums is going to sound like. Its love story came out just a little while ago. It'll be on what she's calling Fearless, Taylor's version. You know about the six albums that she's going to re-record now because her music manager, Scooter Braun, bought her old record label and sold her catalog without offering it to her first. And, well, what do you think? See the... Sounds kind of the same, right? Did I know. Our music critics in the newsroom say she sounds more mature, but the song is basically the same. Yeah, it's the same song, all right. The BBC says the biggest difference is the fidelity. Things sound crisper and more separation between instruments, allowing you to pick out little details that were buried in the original. The sound of the pick on the banjo strings where the cymbal hits in the middle eight. Taylor Swift is back. This is the
3: WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening.